welcome, Pudding People, to another episode of Everybody Loves Pudding, Ken's Movie Reviews. I am your host, not Ken, coming to you from the Mazda Studios. And by that I mean I'm in my car because it's quiet in here. Anyway, we've got a movie review of everyone's favorite, another... Yeah, you could call it a kids movie, themed for kids movie, uh, Trolls World Tour. Now, this was an interesting position to be in to do the review for this particular movie. Um, it's not in theaters. There are no theaters. You can't go anywhere and watch any movies right now. So this one was offered up at a $20 rental you pay your 20 bucks you have a month to watch it once you start watching it you have 48 hours to finish it that's kind of how the terms of this thing worked so i guess the first thing to talk about before we get into like the overall ranking with some possible spoilers in it is should you spend the 20 bucks on it now this is a hard one because if you are a family let's say you have kids two three kids Four kids, whatever, and you're going to go to the movie theater. The adult tickets are going to be eight, nine bucks, ten bucks, twelve bucks, depending on where you're at. The kids' tickets may be seven bucks. So you're going to spend well over twenty bucks just in tickets. If you go to the movie theater and you're a traditionalist and you like just the atmosphere, you're going to buy popcorn and candy and all that type of stuff. So your trip to the movie theater is going to be with a family, a couple kids. It's going to be expensive. If you're just a couple and you want to go and watch this movie and you want to buy some snacks when you're there, maybe just a package of candy, you're going to spend over 20 bucks to watch this at a movie theater. Okay, so what it really comes down to is when people don't have jobs and aren't making money, is this worth 20 bucks to watch and sit down with the family? That's a real hard call to make. Um, I had a discussion uh, just yesterday, posed the question to them, uh, to Ken and to Mr. Delvin Cox, who you'll see on next week's episode, spoiler, would you guys spend the 20 bucks to watch, to rent this movie? And it was a real quick no response. Of course, it would be for Ken. He doesn't like musicals. He doesn't have young kids. It doesn't make any sense. For Delvin, he was real quick to say no as well. So I, I kind of posed the question, what type of movie would it take? to pay that money or what would you pay if it was a movie that you were anticipating watching as a on-demand rental because it's not in the theater now that's a whole nother discussion our discussion is trolls um if you wanna if you if you can spend the 20 bucks and you watch the first movie and your family enjoyed the first movie I think you'll enjoy this one as well. But you got to make it an event. It's not that we just paid the 20 bucks and watched the movie. I made popcorn. We specifically had candy. We we made things. We prepared. Like there was a, this was a family night that we were going to sit down and spend together to watch this movie. Now, is that for everybody? No. Is this movie for everybody? No. So it's a real hard call for me to say, hey, spend your 20 bucks on this when honestly, you could probably go into 
oh, iTunes movies, for example, Google movies, uh, and pay five bucks, six bucks to rent pretty much any movie that's out there. Old movie, new movie. And if you think about it, you could rent three movies for the cost of what this one movie cost. So it's a real hard call to make. Uh, if you like the artists that are in here, if you're a big Justin Timberlake fan and you want to support the, him as an artist um, and the other actors and actresses, uh, yeah, go ahead. Spend your 20 bucks. But for me to say that it's wor- it's not worth it for everybody. Um, it was okay for us to do it. We, we could still do it. We made it an event. We had a good time. That's all I can say about it. Okay, so let's let's kind of get into a little bit of the overview, right? So we, we base our our reviews on a few categories. Those categories have point totals. Those point totals add up to 100. So out of 100, how many points and all that fun, all that jazz. Okay, you know the... You know the drill, you know the routine, that type of stuff. So, oh gosh, let's start with the cast. We'll just go with the strongest suit here. So, a lot of the cast reprised their roles from the first movie, if you saw the first movie. Uh, Anna Kendrick, Justin Timberlake uh, are the are the, the two main characters. They're not the only characters, of course. Um, Rachel Bloom is in there. Uh, James Corden, Ron Funchess, um, Kelly Clarkson, Sam Rockwell. Uh, there's a lot, there's a lot of faces that people know. There's some really cool cameos. And when they go through the different platforms, you're like, oh man, like you're anticipating the voice actor being that voice actor that it should be. And like George Clinton is in it. You're like, this person better be George Clinton. And it was, so I was pretty happy about that. Mary J. Blige, Keenan Thompson. I mean, it's just loaded with people that I've heard of and haven't heard of. <laughs> Esther Dean, Jamie Dornan, uh, Ozzy Osbourne actually is in it. Uh, sounds just exactly how you'd expect Ozzy Osbourne to sound. Um, Zoe Deschanel. I mean, the list kind of goes on and on. Star-studded cast. They all do a great job. The voice acting is good. Everybody's exciting. The singing, the performances are great. Um, they're not for me. Like, when you do a musical, I'm not a big musical person. Um, and, and a lot of the songs, like, there's some originals, but there's a lot of covers, and there's covers of things that are blended together to make, like, a conglomeration uh, music. And those are fun. They're not for me. Um... Uh, I appreciate the original songs. We actually had this discussion here. You know, um, Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson. The cover for that by Alien Ant Form is really, really, really good. I almost might even like that better than the original. Blasphemy, I know. But when I look at a lot of these musicals and these things like this, and when they sing the songs in their own, like, they're fun, and I appreciate the talent, but they're just not for me. Now I'm not going to knock them because I thought like if the songs were bad, if the songs were poorly performed, that'd be a different story. Um, you know, see Lion King, for example, the real life animated Lion King where the voice acting in that was just not good. Um, or look at frozen two where the main song is got some really annoying parts in it. Like those are, that's different. So on this one, the, the cast itself was great. 
you know, I don't see any problems with the, the performances from any of these people, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, pretty good scores. Justin Timberlake did fine. Uh, big producer on this one as well. Um, Anna Kendrick, like I said, those are the two main ones you'll find. So in terms of the overall performance, and that's the strong point in here, of course, too. So I, I've got to go with a, a strong let's say 16 for the cast on this one. You know, you know what? I'm going to bump it up. I'm going to go 17. I like the others that were in there. So um, let's move on to the next category, the director. Okay. Not real strong of a category when it comes to animated movies, and we've talked about this a little bit before. Um, Walt Dorn is your director for this one. So what did Walt do? Other animated things. He did the first Trolls, um, Mr. Peabody and Sherman, Shrek the Third. Um, you know, just a handful of things that are familiar. Uh, Boss Baby. So he's done animated features in the past. Um, are any of these super strong? There's a lot of Shrek stuff, for example, but... Um, hey, we, uh, yeah, um... He did fine. I mean, what are you going to do in this movie? You, you got a script. You have music. that You got to fit around the script or vice versa. Um, you present the characters. You present a land that these characters live in. And he did fine. Like I said, the first one, the first one was fine. If you like the first one, you'll like the second one. It carries along the same kind of humor, the same music style. It's nothing crazy right? It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie for kids. The director put his place on the, put his mark on the movie, uh, with doing what needed to be done. And by that, I mean, he didn't mess it up. Is that a real strong indictment or anything? I don't know. But in terms of what he did and what made this movie good, bad, or otherwise, uh, the director was fine. I can't, I can't give low scores for it. I can't give high scores for it, but I think when you have a music set that you have to put in place in different music styles because of how it's world tour and there's different lands that are present that you've got to go to in here. So you've got to combine all these music styles and these music presentations and the people. So he actually did a pretty good job. Um, I'll give that a 15 on the director notes. Okay. So there is another category, production and cinematography. It's mainly cinematography. I'll do production as well because a lot of mine are animated features. So it goes more of a production route than it does cinematography, but they, they go hand in hand. Okay. So the creation of the various lands, country, music, um, which is, it's you'll see the, the land is real drab and everybody's sad and that's perfect because country music's boring. But, uh, anyway, the, pre the presentation of all these different regions, all these different types of music, they have their own distinct flavor. They have their own distinct look, distinct characters, and they had a really good bright coloration to them where they needed to be dark coloration where they needed to be. Um, the characters are drawn just fine. The animation on it's great. It's smooth. It's seamless. Um, nothing seemed to me like sometimes you can tell on these where 
the animation, like they're, they're trying too hard. Or the animation, they're keeping it real plain and basic. Uh, you know, like The Addams Family. Uh, I reviewed that movie. The animation in that is not anything super crazy. It's got its own unique style, but it suited the movie perfect. Uh, trolls, the same way. I think you get a lot more detail than what you'd think because the trolls have little intricacies on their face, their hair. Um, all those little bits and pieces are actually played out pretty well in this movie. And if you have the opportunity to, to look at details, it's hard to do it on a $20 rental. You're not looking at details. You're there to watch the movie. But if you check out some of the details on some of the characters and how their hair moves or how their the fluffiness moves, all that stuff is done fairly well. So the production value and all those little bits and pieces of things, they did a good job. They did a great job. Uh, so in terms of the look and the color and the feel, I really like that aspect of this movie. So we're going to do a score of 16 for that one. Okay. So next one, and these are just how I, just how I have them written down. Uh, the next one's going to be plot. Plot is a killer for a lot of movies. Plot is a killer for almost all these reviews that we do because we want more out of movies besides just explosions and stuff. So the plot in this one is uh, the hard rock, the metal um, land. The the queen is coming to take the princess is coming to take all the other lands to form. Like there, there's more of a backstory that was never panned out in the first trolls. Uh, each land has their own string, and the string used to be a, a whole instrument. And it became dangerous and powerful, so they broke it up so that no one could control all the music. And then, but there's a plot twist at the end because they thought it was one group doing it, but it was another group doing it. Um, the, the, the ones that were the troublemakers the whole time were pop music. Well, that makes sense because pop music takes all aspects of all music and they just try to make it their own. But that's not how it's presented during the initial part of this movie. So a little plot twist at the end. Um, but they're going to all the different lands. Pop appears to be the last land they're going to take over, but uh, they're going to go out to try and help the other lands or talk to the people. You know, Poppy got an invitation uh, to come and meet with and it's it's kind of you know cheesy interaction all that type of stuff but she's out in the lands and she always comes across the lands as they're about to be or have been devastated by the hard rock metal music coming through and it looks like they're the bad guys and they are kind of the bad guys but all along the deep twist is that the pop music were the bad guys uh anyway then they they sent out um all these different um, characters or to, to go to headhunters basically to go and find Poppy um, and the, 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 the little headhunters are there like they're ones like reggaeton for example just like small offshoot musical styles that part was pretty funny um, but once again another plot twist at the end you know one of her friends turns out that one of her friends that she met along the way turns out to top secretly be one of these headhunters. So, um, you know, little twists like that at the end are fun, especially in a, in a, in a movie that's not too plot heavy. 
it's something bad is happening. She's trying to prevent something bad from happening, learns backstory, gets betrayed. That sounds like a lot of movies that are out there anyway. So it's the same type of story. So I can't, it, it, the originality piece, I think, lies in that each, each land has their own distinct personality. And that's not necessarily a part of the plot. It is a part of the, of the writing, but the overall plot is fun. The plot twists um, towards the middle, towards the end. Those are better. That, that, that gets a little aspect of something different in the movie. So if you keep your eyes out for those, I think you'll, you'll appreciate the little, the little surprise, not surprise twist that you get through a couple pieces of the movie. Uh, so I can't really knock the plot a whole lot in this. It, it carried the movie. Um, it had its own little MacGuffin, you know, the, the, the strings. So everything worked out just fine. Nothing too outrageous, nothing too super original, kind of that in between. So for the plot, I'll give it a 15. Like that, that's not a category I can really knock a whole lot. Now, in terms of these last couple categories, they're kind of the weaker categories. They don't have a lot of point value to them. Um, props. It's an animated movie. What are the props? Well, they're drawn, they're drawn things. And the little props that they have throughout, you know, the types of instruments, for example, those look fun. Um, the means at which every all these groups travel. I mean, that's a prop. It's a vehicle. Uh, those are fun. Those have their own nice little creative outlet to show something different. So the, I, I appreciate those. Um, I'm trying to think here. Just There's not a lot of, you know, props that stand out. It, it's all character driven. That's why. So for the props, we'll do we'll do eight. Um, eight out of 10, uh, locations. Now this one, actually, I'm going to give, I want to give some high measures for this because all the different areas, like I mentioned before, when you go to all these different categories and all these spots throughout the different lands, they looked really cool. I like the differentiation. I like the different colors. I like the different styles. Everything kind of played into that music style that was in that particular land. So, I, you know, the locations, I really like that, that piece of it. I, I thought if you're going to base your movie on that, that that should be a strong point, and it, it really was. So I'm going to do 10 points for the locations out of that. Okay, so I'm going to do some quick math here. We've got 30, 63, 73, 81. What is that? That's a lot. That seems like a high score for this movie. Um, I definitely liked some other animated movies as well. I mean, it, all these reviews that I've done, a lot of them have been animated movies recently. Um, fun or not fun to listen to. 63, 73, 81. Yeah. Um, I am going to give a bonus point because of George Clinton and Ozzy Osbourne, who absolutely should have been the character voices that they were in this movie. Um, so that brings the total on that one actually up to 82. Uh, like It's a good movie. If you have kids that are young 
And I, I think the appreciation piece on this, the reason why it gets the better scores um, is if the kids like it, I think you tend to like it more. This isn't a movie for the most part that you go in with the, or that I would go into the intention of watching. Um, but watching it together as a group, as a family, I think that raises the overall level of some of these things. I mean, sometimes you can tell when movies are bad, you know, you can tell those from non-animated movies for sure. But some of the movies I have re- reviewed in the past, like uh, Spies in Disguise, that was a fun movie. The kids enjoyed that movie. So it, it raised my enjoyment level of it. Frozen 2? Um, I didn't like that. I mean, that's a whole different ball game. I, I, I didn't really enjoy that movie. And the kids mostly enjoyed that movie. Um, maybe it was also the theater that I watched it in. That could be it, too. But you, you see what I'm saying? A lot of these, if... If your kids enjoy it, your family enjoys it, the atmosphere, the attitude that you're in is is raised. The level goes up. So these scores may actually be a little bit higher. But, you know, in terms of the basis of this movie, the, the voice acting is strong. The animation is strong. The plot is not weak. I didn't say it was strong. said it wasn't weak. So I think 82 is definitely a fair score. Now, if you disagree or you actually have watched this movie, I can't I can't anticipate a lot of our listeners actually listening to this review and saying, I agreed with that because I watched that movie. I don't I just don't know how many people are actually going to have spent the 20 bucks to watch this movie. But if you did uh, tell us what you think, Uh, tell us if you thought the 20 bucks was worth it. That's that's the big thing. Money's tight for a lot of people right now, and twenty bucks is a is a good chunk, especially when you can buy a lot of food for twenty bucks. So, um, let us know what you think, and give us some feedback on our different social media outlets. We've got a little bit more of a presence on things like Twitter, for example, or Instagram. Our website's got a lot of information. Our previous podcast, if you want to go back from the last couple of years and read some other reviews and stuff like that, it's all active. It's all good to go. So, until The next kids movie that I'm probably going to end up reviewing. Uh, Enjoy your time at home with your family. 